Welcome to Conversations with Pussy. This is a podcast designed to empower you as a woman to rediscover your innate magic, your sensuality, your sexuality, and your deep feminine power. I'm your host, Grace Hazel, and I'm a women's empowerment guide. Thank you for joining in to the fifth episode of Conversations with Pussy. This episode, I will be speaking to you about clearing the energy of past lovers and partners. Mm. Now, I love this subject because I so often um, come into ritual space or um, focus around this particular subject. Um, and so what I want to speak to you guys today about is essentially what on earth we would be doing by clearing, um, the energy of past lovers and partners, why we would do it, uh, and how we would do it too. Um, so in no particular order as usual, I'm just going to talk and see what the hell comes out of my mouth about this subject. Um, so when I was really, really young, um, or not really, really young, but I guess when I was uh, potentially becoming sexually active, because my mum had this conversation with me, my mum would always explain to me um, that when we are intimate with somebody, so sharing um, something sexual, let's say, I was going to say sexual energy, but let's say sexual, when we're sharing um, something sexual with another, um, in a way, our energy begins to merge with that person, especially when we've had sex with them. So my mum used to call this soul ties, and that was her belief. And at the time, I was a teenager, and I was really, like, anti all of this spiritual stuff. And I was like, mm, mm, don't, really, don't really buy that, <laughs> or don't really want to buy that, so I'm just going to get on with, with my, my stuff and, and not think about soul ties, thanks, mum. Um, however, as I've got older, I've actually realised my mum had actually really hit the nail on the head and it was just one of those things where mums tell you something that's like really really important that you should listen to and then you learn it later on and you think ah you're so clever and the moment that I began to learn again about soul ties or um the past kind of essence that you hold of all of your lovers um or, or anyone that you've been in relationship with, I started to realise that, I think it was probably like, mm, I want to say like four years ago, perhaps. Um, and for those of you who don't know me personally, um, I work a lot with um, plant medicine. And that, I mean, that's a completely different topic. But at the time that I had this discovery, I was working with the plant medicine ayahuasca. And during this deep journey, I had really like made the intention before I went into the ritual space that I was just getting really, really fed up with the um, experiences that I were, was having with the um, guys I was attracting into my life. And it was really frustrating me. So every every kind of like spark that I'd have with a guy, um, it would always end up in the same situation. And I'm not going to go into the situation, but essentially, guys, I was just attracting <laughs> wastemen. Wastemen? <laughs> 
waist men into my life and yeah just getting like really niggly around the whole thing I was like I don't I don't want this and I was kind of doing my thing and I was manifesting and writing down um, what it was that I wanted uh, in a relationship and every time that I would meet someone the same situation would play out and nothing would transpire from the situation or the um, the relationship that was um, essentially blossoming and I just fed up of it I was like I want my man essentially um and so when I was working with Aya I was like look show me show me what's going on what what is happening here how do I find like the person that I want to spend like a long time with and not even find them how do I attract that person towards me and ensure that anything that I've got going on isn't kind of like repelling that kind that person that energy into my life and through the journey, I got really, really clearly shown just me and I, I kind of really saw my energy body um, and around me were all of these people um, and these people had been people that I had shared sexual energy with and I was seeing them for for what they were to me and um, kind of the patterns that had been forming over and over again. It was like this vicious cycle, different person, but this a similar, a similar thing occurring. And um, it was also showing me the people that I was ha- I had in my life at that moment um, that that weren't helping with the situation either because I was essentially allowing um, those people to treat me in a certain way still, which was energetically saying I guess out to um, the universe or whatever you want to call it. Um, that I I was okay to receive that kind of love. And so then I was attracting more of that kind of love in. And again, very clearly, I was shown that if I wanted to change the way that I had been um, experiencing these love relationships, that firstly, I needed to cut the people that were currently in my life that were not serving me, that did not honour and respect me in the way that I wanted a lover or a partner to do so to me. And then... um, it was like, and I say it, um, when I journey with ayahuasca, there's just like a strong voice that comes through, whether that be my higher self or whatever you want to, um, you want to call it. Um, but there's guidance and I was guided to, um, just clear completely anyone that was still holding in my energy field from the past. Now it doesn't have to actually be every single lover that you ever have been with because perhaps you've already done your own type of letting go um, and um, you know you've shed like the layers of them through just just life itself but there's sometimes these ones that kind of hold a little bit And I chose in that moment to let them go, um, to see the lesson that they had taught me and um, to say thank you, however much of a bozo they'd been, and to let them go. And after that, when I came out of the ritual, I decided, right, in order to keep this clearing process going and to really like mean business with like clearing my energy and making room and making space for um, someone else to come in, I decided that I would um, 
just not date anyone for um I had said six months actually but um I I was prepared just to be like until I feel ready I'm not going to date anyone um and I forgot to say during the ceremony as well once I had released and let go of these um these people um I was guided to make really really clear statements about the type of person that I wanted to attract into my life and so I was super duper clear um yeah and when I decided to have this commitment of not dating anyone I felt this immediate shift of like oh right I feel amazing and I feel like I'm doing me right now and I kid you not within days of me doing me (laughs) literally I um someone got in contact with me that I hadn't met before that was new into my life and um, we ended up talking and I explained where I was at and and the reason of where I was at and um, we ended up (laughs) for a brief brief few days being friends and then ended up going out together as friends but it it transpired in or uh, blossomed let's say into a really beautiful long-term relationship which completely changed my life and I was with that um, person for like two years and yeah everything that I had been writing down on like my manifesting lists before and um, the specific instruction I'd given during the ritual was just like fully fully that the the guy that I attracted into my life um And it was through that I was like, damn, other people need to know this because we're so often told, um, especially if you're hanging out with like people in like the spiritual community, that we should write down our things, like the stuff that we want to intend to happen, to manifest. And and when you write those things down, like you don't, you just like, right, okay, that's what I want. And um, sometimes there's things that's just blocking us from, from receiving what we want. And in my case, I was being blocked because I was still allowing certain people into my life that didn't al- align um, with, with what I really wanted. And I was also holding the energy from other people still, and I hadn't let them go. Yeah, so that's kind of my story on like this really effective way, um, really, of when I was first shown this or reminded, I guess, after my mum had had shown this to me. And um, I then went on to create a workshop around that, a gathering, let's call it. It was was essentially like a ceremony. We didn't drink ayahuasca, uh, but I called that gathering boy bye. It was for... um, women and men it doesn't matter like I just like the name boy bye because it reminded me of that Beyonce song which is bloody great um and yeah in this ritual we gathered together um in circle like a, a quite a few um people and we we went through this amazing ritual which kind of followed the essence of what I'd been shown during that ayahuasca journey and it was super powerful. Like I felt the potency of the the ritual in that room. And since then, um, I haven't done another boy bye. I'm actually for any of you that are in uh, London, I will be doing another one in September. Uh, and 
yeah, that will be held in a blank space for any of you that, uh, again, maybe um, in the knowing of where blank space is in Hackney. Um, and that will be on the 12th of September. So if anyone wants to come to that, I'll leave you some details at the end of um, this podcast. But back to you at home, um, who's potentially not able to come to the boy by uh, ritual in September. I want to also just speak to you a little bit about like, why would you go about uh, clearing the energy um, of past lovers from your life? Now, let's break this down a little bit for those of you who are analysing what I'm saying and thinking like, what the fuck's this hippy dippy stuff? Um, (laughs) Basically, I believe very, very strongly in energy. Um, we are beings of energy, like we carry forth certain energies, um, within us and that's ever changing and and molding, um, through our day. And, um, what energy is essentially, or if I break it down in a way of like, everything is energy is that, that's what I want to say. Actually, everything that you can see or perceive is made up of energy and um in quantum physics scientists have actually gone as far to like just take the atom and magnify it into the most magnified way they can um you can tell i'm not a scientist right i'm not (laughs) explaining this in the most scientific way however when they get to the most magnified place um they realize in the atom there is absolutely nothing there but energy waves meaning Everything is made of energy. So when you are coming into that intimate uh, moment with a partner, now I'm going to speak from uh, penetration, but that doesn't have to mean that if you weren't penetrated, um, it it, it doesn't affect you um, because it's for men and women, men and men, women and women. Your energy ties, your soul ties are merging when you're becoming intimate with somebody. So you may have um, really just moved on or like left um, seeing that person and said, right, I'm not going to do this anymore. Um, But perhaps you really haven't gone through the process of fully letting them go and you're still kind of holding on to them. Um, And whilst you're holding on to them, that makes it very difficult for you to call in something else that's really, really serving for you in your life. And when I say serving, I mean um, something that you actually really want, that really serves your highest and greatest good. And yeah... What I'd like to explain when I teach workshops on um, energy body stuff, I talk about the heart chakra quite a lot. And it doesn't always have to be the heart chakra. Sometimes um, soul ties are in different places in our body. But um, especially with the heart chakra um, or the heart space, let's say, the heart energy. Um, if you think of like friends that you really, really love or perhaps family members that you really, really love, Um, and have like a real mutual bond with if you imagine those soul ties just moving out from the heart space like a cord and they're in um, this really beautiful connection uh, going straight into the heart of the one that you care for and 
because there's this mutual love for one another, um, the energy that's lovingly flowing um, from you is also flowing lovingly right back from the other person. So that's a really like reciprocal um, energetic exchange. It feels good. Yet, if you are still um, kind of holding on consciously or unconsciously to another and they've kind of like let go or perhaps it's a bit toxic or whatever, um, you will have this energy cord coming out from your heart space, maybe in connection with them, maybe it's not even connected to them anymore, but you're still kind of like holding on and your love is pouring out of that um, energy cord and it's almost just going off into dead space. And especially if that person's not sending you that love back with like real decent honoring it's gonna feel super draining and um like i said before it's going to not allow you to be open in your heart for somebody else to come in that you really really actually would like and I've got another story for you because I love a story and I, I find that there's like a resonance with a story rather than me just telling you, this is how it is. Um, and most recently I did this ritual because I realized I really needed to um, because um, I, uh, beginning of the year, um, broke up with my ex-boyfriend and it was like a, a kind of mutual decision and we both for real um, know that that was like the thing that we needed to do. So it, it's all good. However, um, I was just realizing that it was just parts of my heart. We've been together for a while that I was still almost like holding on to him in some ways. And I, I was um, just kind of like not, not quite there with letting him go. And um, I was woken up in the morning one day and I had this really clear realization that I needed to do a letting go ritual. And funnily, my um, ex had bought me this uh, rose quartz crystal wand. And this rose quartz crystal wand, or let's call it um, the Yoni wand, and I've done a podcast, my previous podcast to this, so podcast number four, um, talks all about crystal pleasure wands. Um, so please listen to that if you haven't already. Uh, yeah, so he had bought me a rose quartz crystal wand amazing uh at the time <laughs> but i loved this rose quartz crystal one so when um when we broke up i was just like i'm just gonna give this a sage i'm gonna clear it and um for, for those of you who are listening like i'm gonna give it a what i just kind of um i i asked for that that crystal just to be cleared so it, it wasn't carrying the energy of him anymore and um I think I was just in La La Land, actually, because it was a gift from him. So, of course, it was always going to carry his energy. And I would be, like, using that still intimately and, you know, sometimes sleeping with it because I... I <laughs> this is going to sound nuts, but sometimes I just hold my crystals close to me when I'm um, sleeping. And, um, yeah, I was woken up and it was like, okay, I got this guidance that I needed to let go of the crystal and I needed to go out and do a full-on, like, boy by ritual to just let go of anything else that I was holding on to around my ex. Um, and that's what I did. I took myself outside, even though I felt a bit resistant. I, you know, when you, 
when you need to let something go, um, sometimes what happens within you is that you'll do like the completely or the complete opposite thing or stuff will come up into your life, which means, oh, like I've, I've, I've need to do this. I can't, I can't make time to do this, this letting go right now. And when you notice that voice coming in, stop yourself and make sure that you make time to do this ritual or, um, to, to really focus on letting that person go because it's like this avoidance strategy that our subconscious can, can put into place. Cause it's almost like, no, I don't want to do that yet. Um, so I took myself out, even though I was feeling the resistance, like, I like my pleasure wand, I don't want to let it go, I want to keep that rose quartz pleasure wand for myself, and um, as soon as I got myself out of the house, and I, I actually walked to this um, amazing field forest that um, is close by to where I'm living at the moment, um, I went into this field and I was like, damn, this is definitely where I need to be. And as I got into the field, I was just kind of stunned by how beautiful it was there. And um, all of like the grasses, the wild grasses had grown super long. And um, I'd never seen it like that before. It was actually like, it kind of, it makes me quite emotional thinking about how beautiful nature was on that day. And as I was walking, there was loads of, um, along the wild grasses were wild flowers. And I noticed there were flowers um, such as yarrow. And yarrow is a wild flower in the UK. And it actually is really, really great. The properties are really great for wound clearing and cleansing. So I picked some of the yarrow and I kept walking and walking through um, this gorgeous field. And I was like, actually left my friend um, a WhatsApp message being like, or two of my friends a WhatsApp message, just letting them know what I was doing. And I was like, I'm kind of feeling emotional as I'm walking through this field, knowing what I'm about to do. And yeah, I kind of set my intention with them being like, right, I'm about to let, I'm about to let go. This is full on. And when I, um, finally sat down I found this gorgeous place um which was underneath loads and loads of canopies of trees and um the floor underneath me was like this beautiful mossy um ivy tapestry and I just sat on the ivy with the pleasure wand and I um lit some candles and I just kind of set my intention that I was about to do a big letting go and um, I sat there for a while and I just kind of just tuned into my body, tuned into my surroundings fully. And then when I felt like I was ready, I uh, called in. And when I say called in, I simply just brought to my mind's eye and imagined that my um, ex-partner was just in front of me and um, I could just kind of see him in front of me. And as I did that, I just started to speak to him. Now, if anyone walked past, it was lucky that I found a very quiet dwelling point in this woods, because if anyone walked past, they would have been like, pardon me, is that girl okay? Um, but luckily, no one was walking past. And yeah, I just sat and I spoke for a while and I had a bit of a cry and I said all of the things that I really felt that I needed to say to that person in order to just let go finally and actually some of those things were like just being really fucking thankful for that that time that we'd had together and 
yeah, just thanking that person for all of the things that were really amazing in our relationship and that had changed my life. And it was just this really beautiful experience of, you know, when we're going through a breakup sometimes with somebody, um, it can get a little bit heated because there's lots of motions involved, right? So for me, just being able to sit in front of the essence of this person and just speak about essentially all of the things that I just wanted to say for real, I just felt these shifts occurring within me. And eventually I was like, I can let you go now. I let you go, I let you go. And I kept saying, I let you go, I let you go. And eventually through this, like, I let you go process. And I was crying with that, even though I thought I'd done like the most of my processing, I was crying and I was crying. And eventually I knew it was done. And I took the, um, the rose quartz wand and I just buried it into the earth. And I said again, I let you go. And then when I felt like it really, really was done, I just closed that ritual space. I burnt again some sage and I just left and I felt amazing. And when I think back to that, that ritual, I was like, I just think so much changed after that point. Um, and when I do these rituals, I speak to people about the fact that sometimes, um, and my mum always used to say this to me too, when you do a, a cord cutting, when you do a letting go, um, don't be surprised if the person gets in contact with you the next day or, um, you know, within the week or something, because normally that person will energetically sense that um, you have let go. And so they'll reach out to you because they're almost trying to bring in that bond again or bring in that tie because they notice something is missing. And um, when I got back to my house and I looked at my phone, funny enough, my, um, my ex had contacted me and we ended up just having a very, very, very brief conversation where it was just very final and that was okay. And had that have been before, I don't know how I would have coped with the conversation, but I was able to be calm. I was able to just be like, it's okay. I'm letting him go. I'm letting it go. And it was really beautiful just internally within me to, to be able to hold that for myself. So yeah, this cutting of cords, this energy clearing, it doesn't have to always be for like long-term lovers. Like I've had people in my past that I've cared about so, so much for years and years and years on from like having maybe just a week or weeks with them. And, you know, time isn't always really about, um, how, how deep a relationship was. Sometimes it's actually more about, um, the depth of your connection in the time that you spent together, whether that be a day or a week or months or five years or 10 years, whatever it may be, sometimes those people that really, really meant something can still hold within your, your energy. And when, when you're ready to let that person go, when it's time to let them go, it's good to just honor that and let them go so you can make space in your life for something new. Yeah. So I hope that's resonating for some people. And if it is resonating, then amazing, great. Um, 
And yeah, like I guess I'd like to just take you through the um, the ritual process of this. And may I add, even if you're not in or you are in like a really long term loving relationship, but you're feeling like, do you know what? I could actually just do with clearing my energy and clearing away anyone that, you know, that, that feels a bit niggly from the past. Like, it doesn't have to mean that you're single and ready to mingle and find your new love if you're um, going to do this ritual. It may just mean like fully just saying, thank you, I love you, I forgive you to anyone that you've been intimate with. And that's like a huge, huge shift and change to, and decision as well to like bring back some of your power. Mm. So for this ritual, um, and I mean, like I said, I really, um, love doing this in a gathering in in circle with more than more than just me like sometimes I do it with my friends and like I said I I, I hold these I've been holding these gatherings and I've got one coming up in September uh, but I feel like when you're witnessed by someone in doing this it's much more powerful than doing it just on your own so um if you're feeling like this is like a ritual that you would like to do, but maybe you don't know how, or you want to have someone hold space for you doing it, you can always reach out to me and um, I'm happy to organize a one-to-one -one with you and we can uh, spend an hour or two doing a full letting go ceremony. And yeah, it doesn't matter where you are in the in the world because I, I do most of my, um, my one-to-one sessions uh, online anyway. Yeah. And... Yeah, so I'm going to go into the ritual process now. So just have a, a food for four. It's good to do it with somebody or have someone witness you in it um, or go into a gathering or, of some sort. So you'll need for this ritual, you might want a pen and paper. Um, you'll need like a candle and you'll need something that you can... Um, burn um string in and paper in um so i would say just like a fireproof bowl you'll also need like a lighter or matches and also a long piece of string if you are the sort of person that carries sage um or has sage in their house i would encourage you to have some sage close by and you're going to begin the ritual just by lighting um, some candles and bringing yourself into a place that feels super chill. You know you're not going to be disturbed. And just sit on the floor so you're actually grounding your butt to the earth and just start to breathe. And um, if you're familiar with meditating, just do a bit of meditation just to get you into the zone. And so you're focusing on your breath and you're slowing down. And you're going to set yourself the intention that you're about to energetically clear the energy of any past lovers or partners that are kind of sitting within your energy field. And just ask out loud, you can say it out loud, or maybe if you're not feeling that you can just say it in your head, but make sure it feels really resonant to you when you do, to be shown all of the humans whose energy is held in your aura. So you're asking to be shown. 
And what tends to happen from that place is that certain people will pop up into your mind's eye. Um, and actually, I forgot to say this on your list um, of things to have. Have a notepad and pen. And when you have someone pop into your mind, make a note of it. And so make a note of that person. And just allow these people to keep popping up into your mind, to keep coming in and um, write their name down, write their name down. And you might come to a point where you're like trying to kind of scratch your head thinking, is there anyone else? Try not to do that. Just trust that the people that are in your energy field will pop up and be ready to be shown. Like your subconscious is always really super keen to give you this information. So I find if I'm getting a bit stuck with it, I'll say, um, is there anyone else? And sometimes I'll feel a real clear yes. And so I'll sit and I'll wait for more people to come up. And sometimes I'll get a no, that's it. And then I'll, I'll know that that's done. So when you feel that you are done, um, I would like you to take the piece of string that you have um, taken. Now, depending on how many people have come up on your piece of paper or your notepad um, that you've written down, you may need a long piece of string or you may just need a short one. And I would like you to go through your list and for every person that you've named, bring them to mind, just like I did in my um, experience, bring them in front of you. And so you're just witnessing um, the energy of that person essentially in front of you and just say what you need to say to them. And um, essentially, this is about seeing the lesson that that person gave you. So what did that person teach you at that point in your life? And then can you find a space to say, thank you, I let you go. And for some uh, people, it might be really quick and you can be like, oh, well, this person showed me this and that was amazing. Thank you. But for some people, um, it's hard. It's difficult. Like if I think back to um, relationships or perhaps um, people that were in my life before and it's not been so grey or it's been pretty traumatic, it's really hard to forgive those people. And those are the ones that you should sit with for a bit more, for, the, for a bit longer, to really get off your chest what it is that you're carrying of theirs, what it is that um, still bothers you about that thing or whatever it may be, just get it off your chest, speak to them. And then it's like if you're holding on to that person or you're choosing not to forgive that person for something, that doesn't affect that person. It only affects you and your ability to open up to something that's way more magnificent. So in your forgiveness, remember that you are forgiving them, not for them, but it's for you. It's solely for you. Yeah, so as you're going through this process, tie a knot when you're ready for each person, when you feel that it's let go and they have, they have been let go and you can release them. And once you've done that process, I would like you to take the um, string and say, I am now letting go of all of the um, past lovers and partners that live within my energy field. And then you will light the bit of string and you will burn it and you can put that into that um, fireproof bowl. So just watch out for, for huge fires occurring. Yeah. 
And then when you've done that, just sit in meditation for um, a while. So just breathe and feel. And I like to just sigh it out a bit. So just big breaths in and like sighing it out through the mouth, however you're feeling in that moment. And you may wish to burn some sage just to clear um, just how it's all feeling. And um, you may want to pop on some music or, or whatever, just to shift the, the feeling um, of the space that you're in. And then I would like you to move on to um, what you do want from a partner. What do you want from a partner now? What would you like to call in, whether that be a partner or maybe it's just something else in your life that you would like to call in? And once you've done that, you can write it down or you can really, really just imagine it and feel what it's like to have that person in your life or that thing in your life. And then when you've finished, you can just say, this ritual is now finished. I have let go. And this is what I wish to call in. And just ground yourself, like feel yourself in the room, feel yourself really like rooted um, to um, the earth. So you can just feel like the heaviness and the weight of you. So you're grounded and in your body, essentially. And that's kind of ending the ritual space. Now, I've kind of um, I've released or written um, a blog post on this, which is on my um blog section of my website and my website is www.grace-hazel.com and um yeah if you drop into the blog section there is like the full ritual written out there in that part I haven't um mentioned about writing the name of the person down um but I find I as I've um developed this ritual I've realized that it's good to write down the names because you can lose track otherwise yeah. So I hope that that ritual sounds like something that you can take on and to do for yourself, to bring back your power, to start to take back what is yours and to return what is not yours energetically so that you can just create loads of space within yourself for magic, for someone new to come in, for something new to come in that really does serve um, and align with what you truly want and your highest and greatest good yeah so this was less conversations with me saying stuff about pussy but I feel like it's super important because it's it's to do with sex really you know it's to do with our intimate moments and just becoming aware of of who we're spending time with and who we're allowing into our space um and there's a really beautiful quote I read this again um many many years ago um not many years ago, I think it was like three years ago, actually. And um, I'm just going to read that out to you. It's like, do not sleep with someone you wouldn't want to be. And what I've actually written underneath with that is when we are choosing to share our sexual energy with a partner who values and respects us, who lives their life consciously, who is on a path to self-love and self-awareness, we will leave those interactions feeling full and empowered. However, if we choose to sleep with others who do not respect themselves, let alone respect us, this energy merges with our own and stays with us over the days, the weeks, and even years following on. 
from that interaction. The deeper we go and the longer we spend with a person, the more ingrained their energy becomes within our own. If we don't clear this energy, it will live within our auric field and create confusion. It can even block us from attracting our ideal partners. Yeah. So take it as food for thought. Mull it over. See how you feel about that. And like I said, if you want to come along to um, the next gathering I'm hosting, that is in September. So that's a Wednesday and it's the 12th of September from 7pm till 10pm at blank 100. Um, and if you're li listening to this podcast and it's kind of, um, <laughs> it might be a bit late for you if you're, you're past um, 2018. Um, but if you would like to work with me one-to-one -one on actually clearing um, energy um, of past lovers and partners, we can do that ritual process together. Or get your mates around, do it together and um, see what happens. Last note that I want to make is that if you are finding um, cycles within the people that you're attracting into your life, remember this is a mirror of you. So what you attract, attract in is what actually internally may be going on within you. So become very, very, um, I don't know, curious to... Um, Thinking about, well, if something's coming in again and again and again, what is it within me that um, is attracting that in? And just like a little spoiler alert, what we tend to do um, subconsciously is attract someone into our lives that represents how our mother has been or how our father has been. And sometimes actually it's a merging of the two. So that's just a little food for thought before I, <laughs> before I sign off. So yeah, have a think about it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, I will be recording one again very, very soon. However, if you liked this podcast, please, please, please leave a rating. Leave a review if you're feeling fancy so people can just kind of check this out and be like, yeah, I want to listen to this too. So your ratings and reviews go a long way to opening up this podcast to more and more women and even men. Yeah. So I will speak to you all very, very soon and happy energy clearing.